Hello and welcome to Modern Toy Fair. I am your host, Mr. Modern Toy Fair, and I am joined by the founder of the NECA Illuminati, the YouTube wife, Mrs. Modern Toy Fair, Jamar underscore games. But that's not all. We are also joined by the man Modern Toy Fair has full custody over. The man Optimus Prime popped and he still can't stop. The number master, Nate. I remembered. Uh, what? Uh. <laughs> That's a reference from weekly purchases. So you'll have to go to twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair to watch this week's episode of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was action packed. It was. It was. It was. It was a long one too. We we had a lot of pent mm-hmm. up uh, weekly purchases energy to, yes. to put out there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so the way the show works is we're going to talk about some toy related stuff and then send you on your merry way and uh nate you had a uh, subject in mind you wanted to talk about i did so i wanted to kind of discuss uh the state of the union as far as toy companies go there's been a lot of news over the last I don't, it really for us the last couple of days even um about some things that have been going on and um, I kind of wanted to make sure that we addressed it. We talked about it. What I don't want this to be is necessarily like a bitch fest. Um, there's no. definitely some some negative stuff that we can discuss. But I also would like to put that on a spin then and, and say if you're you know if you're gonna talk about negative stuff, you know, let's put it in a, a positive spin. Then what can they, meaning the companies, or what can we do as fans to help improve? what we are complaining about so, so let's make sure that you you come up with a solution to the problem you're pointing out kind of thing. yeah okay yep yeah exactly exactly That's so fair. um yeah so i i, I guess i kind of wanted to start and it is it is a bit of a bitch um just because and i know and i don't mean to pick on hasbro and i am going to try to come up with a a, a more positive res- response but this was kind of what directed me to think about this topic and i know jamar you had something uh you know regarding pre-orders and such that you wanted to talk about too and i think that's a huge part of currently what's going on because we are so um driven by pre-orders so almost everything that we do is is a, is a pre-order whether or not we end up picking it up in store later on is debatable we probably make a pre-order somewhere as a backup and you know, Hasbro lately, and I, I buy uh, the majority of my stuff that I either did buy or still to continue to buy is, is made by Hasbro. So that's probably my number one company. And they've been very vocal or have mentioned it several times that they want to, you know, improve, make it a, a great pre order experience. So, for instance, when they announced the uh, wave of Star Wars figures that had this. Uh, amazing Fennec Shand in it and also oh. had the Boba Fett. Um, you know, they didn't put these up for pre-order right away during the Hasbro Fan Fest or whatever it was in the fall because they wanted to make it a positive pre-order experience. And then at that point, they didn't go up for pre-order ever. So stores started getting them and the next thing you know, they were available on Pulse to ship. There was no pre-order. So I thought that was a little odd. Like that was their whole thing. Like we want to make a great pre-order experience. So we're going to hold off on offering these today. That was what they said. The same thing happened. G.I. Joe classified when it came to the bat and the alley viper. 
They did not put those up for pre-order. They put up a bunch of ones from Target, and they put a bunch of ones up for later in the year. But to preserve a great pre-order experience, they decided they would put those up at a later date. They did not. Same thing. They were only available in stock, like when they came in. So then this week, the I don't know, I don't remember what the 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 little name is called, but something the bounty, you know, for Boba Fett. They had another vintage collection Boba Fett. Um, I don't remember what the 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 parentheses name is on this one. The pants are different. I know that. Um, you know, they they wanted to make sure it was a, again a great pre-order experience. And they told us that pre-orders would go up at one. If they failed to mention that it was a Target exclusive. Um, so I, they apparently had some quantities available on their website, but apparently they sold out in, in minutes. Um, it didn't go live on Target until almost two o'clock. Oh. Um, so a lot of people thought it was already sold out. And it, it generally you just had, you know, frustrated nerds, you know, pissed off because they couldn't get their their boba fett and, mm-hmm. and you know when when pissed off nerds can't get their boba fett it, it's it's a whole thing oh yeah and even if they don't like the show right right because that's a whole thing um <laughs> i just think that you know with hasbro especially you know they really need to kind of look at how they're rolling out this pre-order experience because you know otherwise we have pre-orders for like the three and three quarter vintage collection Fennec Shand and the other Boba Fett, which aren't coming out until like August, but we've got pre-orders for those. And we've got pre-orders for um, the six inch Boba Fett fully armored that doesn't come out until December. You know, those pre-orders were available in December. So it's a very strange uh, thing that they're doing with these pre-orders and how they're making some available, some not. And, but yet they're, they're calling out to making sure that it's a, a positive pre-order experience and it's been nothing but mm-hmm. positive. <laughs> and I guess it's just, you know, with something like pulse that is trying to be fan driven. Um, and especially because they want you to shell out 50 bucks a month. Um, you know, those things I feel, should have been made available to the Pulse members early, or the Pulse Premium members early. Um, it, it, they they knew that they were shipping out that that new Star Wars Black Series wave to stores. So, I mean, I, I understand that Hasbro and Hasbro Pulse are different entities, but still, there's the, the, you know one has to supply the other too. Yeah. Um, so, if they're shipping them out to stores, why weren't they you know giving getting them to Pulse or at least allowing them? to do the pre-orders and you know this was i think right before christmas and right before the book of boba fett premiered and they came and went from stores and now like most black series they're gone Mm -hmm. you can't get them so i mean really when's the last time unfortunately when's the last time you went into a store and and saw black series that wasn't general lando because that's the only one my walmart just got those and it's just (laughs) yeah (laughs) so many landos and they haven't been on clearance yet. I want a Billy D. Williams, but come on. Can I get it yeah. for clearance or something? Billy yeah. D. would be very yeah. upset that you don't pay full price for him. <laughs> yeah. just, and just that was the wave there. beforehand, you know? And yeah. I think there was upsetting. only like four solid waves this last year. Other, than, I mean, there was a lot of figures out, but a lot of them were exclusives and repaints and, and different things like that. So, um, you know, how do you guys feel about pre-orders? Do you, I, I know for some of you, you know, 
well, some of you, I'm talking to two of you, um, that yeah. the company, some, most of the companies that you buy from, you almost have to do pre-orders, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, how has your experience been? So before we, we get too far, I just, I do want to ask a couple prereqs to your story. So, okay. With the, cause you said that the first couple figures you mentioned, they never went to pre-order. They just went into stores and then up on pulse. Did they sell out on pulse? Yes, most okay. of them. The good okay. ones did. Like Fennec Shand uh, was gone almost immediately. Uh, Boba Fett went next, and then I think Bib Fortuna was the one after that. So okay. I think you can still get like the Doctor Evigan or Doctor whatever in the yeah the Walrus Man guy Ponda Baba. Uh, I call him Butt Muncher because he's got that big thing coming. Out I got a butt that munches. I get it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think um, you can still get those, but the rest of them were gone. Uh, okay, I just want to make sure because I'm I'm in my head i'm like okay well if they were in stock and they were readily available for like a few days or a week not bad at all then that's better than a pre-order in my opinion right Uh, but if it's not that Mm. and it's just the pre-order experience but now it's sold out on top of that and there's no chance of like them getting more that's a different story um i they may get more it's it's hard to say but you know because like big bad for that wave isn't listing them until june Mm So oh, fucking big bad. Don't get me started. The fucking it, speaking of Hasbro, Turtle Power Ranger sets. Big bad mm-hmm. got a partial order in, filled some of some people's orders, all hey, of some I other mean, people's. Hey, um, like <laughs> I don't know what's going on with distribution there. That like and Pulse hasn't shipped any, so Pulse didn't get any to right. ship. Big bad got some to ship. Somehow the, the, it doesn't make sense because if you've got a bunch of customers, because I can't imagine anyone's like you know what. I only want this two pack out of this set. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to want all four to tur- turtles. Let's be real. Right. You may, you may pass on shredder, but you're going to want all four turtles. So the fact that they didn't get enough cases of <laughs> to, to do fulfill all of them for some people rather than break them up is kind of confusing. Um, and, and there's no communication of, Oh, we got partial order and the rest may come in soon. Otherwise it's just still listed for April which is which is just annoying um but yeah back to your question i i'm very love hate with the idea of pre-order mm-hmm. I, I like it in the sense of okay it, it guarantee it potentially guarantees me one and i say potentially because retailers walmart target if you pre-order it there's a 80 percent chance that you're not getting it you're like yeah um and even if you do it's not gonna ship until well after you've seen it in store anyway um and then you've got places like Big Bad and Entertainment Earth where, for the most part, they've got a pretty big success rate. Like, it, it'll take a while to get it to you, but you'll get it. And it guarantees it so you don't have to constantly go hunting every day and, and go through that whole exhausting experience that we've all ex- done for whatever figures oh, over the years. Yeah. Um, some more painful than others. My <laughs> problem with pre-ordering is mostly, like, back in the day before... You know, things really kind of blew up to what they are now. They didn't have this whole like made to order model where like they mm-hmm. gauged how much to order of a figure based on the pre orders, which a lot of companies are going by now. Um, they just, okay, we're going to order this amount and this store gets this much, this store gets that much, and here you go. We'll have some restocks if they sell fast or we'll order more if they sell fast. Um, so this whole like, 
we're going to show you a figure one to two years in advance, make you pre-order it a year, year and a half in advance, and then make you wait, I think is the thing I hate most about it. I, th I feel like as much as I hate the idea of like limited releases, especially now because so many people throughout the pandemic either got into collecting or got into scalping and just mm -hmm. buy shit up mm -hmm. just for the sake of buying it. Um, I kind of wish they'd go back. Cause even like companies like we, we talked about this on weekly purchases because stupid me forgot we were talking about this stuff and rambled <laughs> for 20 minutes. Um, Mezco. Just, just cut that part out and tape it to the beginning of this. And yeah. Um, Mezco like last year, they, they, they did orders or pre-orders and shipped 16 Gomez esque slugfest figures but less than like 12 DC or Marvel or other property figures, um, which is dramatically low compared to previous years. And that's an estimate, by the way, uh, the toy page put out a list and I, I vaguely remember the numbers cause it was a few weeks back. Um, but I know it was significantly less than the Gomez figures were compared to previous years where Gomez would have like four figures and then we'd get like 20 figures for the other lines. And there's figures that we've had pre-order for a year to two years that, you know, they've had no problem taking NRDs or full payments on. And we don't, we, we, we don't get shipping updates until, you know, the a week before hey. it's supposed to do it. And then they're like, okay, well, it's getting pushed back. It's getting pushed back. No reasons mm -hmm. why, no nothing. It's just kind of speculation of what we've heard in the past. Um, but before, you know, this pre-order model kind of took over what was made to order, they didn't they they took pre-orders but they also just ordered stock to be shipped throughout comic book shops and e-retailers and it was they'd order an x amount and it would go out and that was it and that was the end of it and you'd find the figures they were plentiful and you didn't have a problem and i don't know if it's a problem where there's just too many collectors that they are you know not able to keep up with the demand or if it's a problem where they just don't want to front the bill because i mean realistically they they do keep some back for themselves. That's how they do their Mezco Monday like giveaways is because they have a lot of figures that just, you know, are left in stock, but for whatever reason, instead of putting them on their website to sell, they they don't. <laughs> um, because there's a lot of figures that people would buy for customs. Like, for instance, the Black Panther figure. A lot of people are using that to turn into a DC Talon because the costume's, like, pretty, like, good base uh, for it. And they keep consistently giving that away on their Mezco Mondays but if you go to their website, he's just set his wait list. Mm -hmm. um, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, so like it, I would rather them go back to the they order X amount and just like figure out like a rough estimate of how many they think they need and, you know, be done with it. And then maybe like right before they're about to order it from the company or from the warehouse, then do pre-orders. Don't do pre-orders when you're showing off the figure do it when you're ready to order the figure because then you can yeah, be like, I, that's how many i need or get a rough idea of how many you need and go from there i i did think it was interesting i don't know if you, either of you guys watched it but on friday they did a hasbro uh, fan first friday for gi joe classified mm -hmm. and all they did was show off digital renders yeah i saw that oh so, yeah so they showed off digital renders of three new figures and they showed a couple for some like corrected or updated figures that they're doing. And there was no pre-orders that day. So it was kind of just a, Hey, we're just showing you these and you know, we'll have more details at a later date. I, I did think that was kind of a more, um, 
it allowed me to like just kind of sit back and enjoy them the show be like oh i can i can listen to what they're saying i can you know kind of you know figure out what's going on here and i don't have to be like oh is it is it one o'clock yet is it one o'clock because you know it used to be you know a pre-order would go up and, and i'm talking like you know more than five years ago um you know if if you did do pre-orders you know you could order something and it might sell out within a day or two and that was fast mm-hmm. you know now things are selling out in, in you minutes. know minutes, in minutes. Yeah. yeah it's it's crazy and sometimes it's fine because it shows up in store plentiful or there's an overabundance but then other times there's not like i look at a situation like the um marvel legends game reverse spider-man from the first playstation 4 spider-man oh, game that was impossible it was a GameStop exclusive yeah if you didn't pre-order it and i i just happened to i was like oh i want that it's a hundred dollar figure loose at this point mm-hmm. like it, it came in i, I, I think a store one. got like two or three. Oh no the stores didn't even get that if, if the stores okay. when i because i worked there when that figure came out the old like some of the bigger stores may have gotten like one or two extra your average mm-hmm. GameStop got whatever was pre-ordered. So if one person pre-ordered yeah. it, that store got one. And that's crazy to me because that the pre-order to the release was relatively short. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a made-to-order situation. So right, they had to. Have... Where did they go? Like, yeah. like they had to have made more than that. But yet, I mean, you look at prices on eBay or Macari or something like that, and they're all very high. That there, there's a there's much higher demand than there is supply Mm -hmm. and i i think that's interesting yeah that's that's really odd like yeah like like did they just make like 12 and thought well (laughs) yeah because like i feel like that was maybe a three-month pre-order window at most yeah yeah that's not nearly long enough i mean as as we're seeing from like say like like super seven especially because that is the full made to order Mm -hmm. process and i don't know if you guys saw they're, they they provided an update mm-hmm. for bring that every up. single property, and including things that have already shipped. And oh. a lot of them are in some interesting, um, you know, phases of production. Like for instance, Thundercats Ultimates. So you know, Series One shipped actually December of twenty twenty. Mm. The one that we got just a few months ago is Series Three minus one figure series four is going to arrive then before series two um so i you know i don't have any idea like yeah it's a very convoluted process and and the issue with super seven because i like their model i i understand what you're saying michael about the wait process like that sucks waiting a year year and a half Mm. that that sucks but i also like the super seven model because i have a month to make a pre-order mm-hmm. i can decide um i can do whatever uh, you know you you, you can you, you can go wank one out then go pre-order whatever you want to do it, it doesn't matter the, the the time is there for you to do it and you don't have to worry about it now if you miss that pre-order window and let's say you know big bad toy store stop taking pre-orders or entertainment earth stop taking pre-orders then you're going to have to kind of wait and see you know what comes oh, yeah. in a year and a half from now but um you know that is a long time to wait and it's a long time to ask somebody it's a long time to you know if you order directly from super seven you're paying that money up yeah. front so then mm-hmm. that's a big chunk of change to just sit on for a year to two years i i thought was interesting the most interesting one i thought was the disney ones because yeah, those, those should have been out, out like a month or two ago weren't they it was a, 
I think they were supposed to be out in like April or May, the series one. So, I mean, it's really late at this point. Um, It's going to be almost, I think, a year late by the time that that they they arrived. They announced those. That was when you first left for uh, baby uh, hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been, they they announced them then like around like what, August or September. Because I remember, I think it was me. We had Rob on as a guest host. And yeah, I remember that. That was that was oh, that was fucking almost a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. What, Jamar? What? What well, is? For, where is? So for for me, like I mean, again, it's basically kind of what we've said. Like giving your money over, and then like just sitting on it and wait. That's your you know made to order process, and then you have the other option of just ordering it and get lucky and get a pre order, right? But you can have like i guess i'll offer like the solution or at least what i see as a solution for this do a, even if it's a made to order or whether it's a pre-order or whatever the situation is the solution is communication that's what it is at the end of the day um letting people know like hey this is what's happening this is what i get it like it's not like the easiest thing but at the end of the day it's the easiest thing mm-hmm. it's just tell us what's going on and that will help us be calm a little bit because and I'll use the example, you know, we've kind of bitched and moaned about the, the loot crates. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's happening with it. Like it's almost a year since we've like ordered them. I mean, and we only got loot crate does have a section well, on the well, website. Okay. You can go and check it. So it's just, they don't they just, announce it to anybody anymore. Well, I'm not, I'm saying more than just, an, an opaque hey it's it's first quarter 2022 mm-hmm. tell us hey we're having manufacturing issues we're getting it out as soon as we can we may have series three out before series two or like that's what i mean as far as communication because i feel that most of the pre-orders are driven by are driven by like marketing mm-hmm. so we see things we're getting leaks we're getting teases all these different things we get these announcements they put on these great shows or these great, you know, I guess I'll say conference or whatever you want to do. They go to like these toy shows and whatnot. And we have these great things and we're like, oh, this is amazing. I want this. But then when it comes to the back end of just like keeping that excitement going after we've given that money, it just pretty much goes away completely. And I think the communication would be a big thing. But um, I don't know. I, I, I can't say that I like the pre-order, but I don't like the major order either i don't know outside of just communication with pre-orders if you're doing depending on where you're doing it from you get that relief of okay i've got it yeah like win lose or draw at the store i'll have one eventually but at the same time it's it's the never-ending like oh i want this figure so bad oh well it it, oh it was supposed to come out this month it still hasn't oh another month passed it still hasn't and it's 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 you you take away the stress of trying to find it in store and you replace it with the annoyance of when am I going to get this? Yeah. When is Um, it ever going to show up? And I think I don't really like this. Then what drives me nuts? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just interrupt real quick because we become so obsessed with, with what's new and what we can pre-order by the time that pre-order comes in, we've already moved on. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Like that's a bummer. Yeah, because you're already excited about something else, and you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is so cool!" And then you put it on the shelf, and you you're just like, "Okay, what can I pre-order next?" Yeah. Um, 
I think, and this is a terrible solution, but I think it might be the best solution because it kind of solves that problem to an extent. They should have an initial stock already available. You order it that's in stock, and then once that sells out, week or so passes, and then they put up a pre-order for a restock. So kind of like Super Seven yeah, did with order. the yeah. Like, so that way you get the best of both worlds. You've got you have the option then to where like because even if you miss out on the in stock ones, we all know how it goes. There's gonna be a hundred of them up on eBay, so mm-hmm. you can then choose: Do I want to pay retail and be patient for six months to a year till the restock comes in, or do I want to then pay a little extra and have it now if I missed out on the in stock order? Yeah, I think that's actually a really good solution because we've seen that happen. So the first year, 2020, when San Diego was canceled, um, when Hasbro did their Hasbro Pulse test, there there were exclusives in stock ready to go. And premium members had the first go at it. Once those sold out, they took second orders for a new production run. Mm -hmm. I thought that was fantastic. I I'm not one of those people that gets mad when other people get an opportunity to get something that I got too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I think it should be passed around everybody. Yeah. You know, unless it's marketed as a super deluxe, you know, yeah, one on one. Yeah, if it's a limited like three thousand yeah. piece kind of thing. Hey yeah. man, that's what NFTs are for now. Go have that. Go <laughs> go do that. Uh, I just want my toy that I can play with, and if I miss out, I I would love to be able to have that opportunity. And we, we've also seen that with um, figure arts, too, because the last couple of years, the demand for the event exclusives has gone so high that they've then opened it up for another production run. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. I can pay for the money now if I'm impatient and pay extra, maybe potentially double, or I can put that order in and sit back and wait. Yeah. And I do think that that's probably the best option to do. And I really wish Hasbro would kind of look at that for their models because too many times Black Series figures have come out and gone and they're, they're um, you know, really pricing high on the secondary market. And they, they've, they've tried a little bit to do with that as far as re-releases and stuff. And I will give them credit. Things like the archive line um, really do help with Black Series and um, Marvel Legends. They tend to re-release or improve mm-hmm. figures um, so just like, for instance, recently, they put out that new Spider-Man wave. It had a new symbiote uh, Spider-Man. It had a new Ben Riley Spider-Man. Those are so much better than the figures that were out before yeah. that were kind of fetching top dollar. And now those prices are going to come down. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think well, that's. I mean, there's there's also a bad side to this, this process, mm-hmm. though. Unfortunately, you know, everything can't be. Sunshine and Roses, because if you remember, I don't know because of time. Was that right. time or was it last year or was it 2020 when we had the whole like turtle apocalypse of trying to get the, the figures? And then later they came out and we're like, all right, well, if you miss out on these two packs or you miss out on this, we're going to put up pre order for it. And then the list just kept getting longer and longer and longer of things of like, oh, this is Q4. Um, this is. This is Q3. Uh, I don't know when this is coming. Uh, we're working on this. Like, there's people, I think Wes said he still hasn't even gotten his Ultimate April yet. Like, it's just weird stuff like that that, again, it's it's inevitable. I guess this is, like, the world that we live in as well going forward. But it just seems that 
there has to be some kind of better way to at least know. But I mean, is this a situation where there's no perfect solution? And this is just like I, the life of a toy collector. Not. I mean, ultimately, yeah, there's never going to be a solution because they, they, they cash their checks and that's the end of it. Um, yeah. I, I think the problem with NECA's model is NECA shit the bed and then has been squandering trying to, you know, pick up the pieces since. And yeah. they just can't keep up with it because they're pump. They pumped out so many figures at once, and then it created such a shitstorm of people being upset they couldn't find them. That then that made it so there are so many pruders that they just can't keep up because they're not they're not Hasbro. They don't have access to that many factories to be able to pump out ten different figures at once. Um, so I think that's plus still release new stuff regularly um, because otherwise sure. they they'd be hurting themselves because then they aren't pulling in any more money while they're waiting for the factories to make the other stuff. Right. Um, so uh, one last thing, and then we'll move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, how do you then feel about like, say like for instance, NECA who offered this recent batch up for pre-order, you know, nine, 10 months before they are going to hit target stores. Now they still are going to hit target. Um, but like, so like anthrax and scumbag and the uh, ace duck and oh. mutagen man, um, you know, how do you feel about that? I prefer it, to be honest. I prefer it that way. That's actually, maybe that's like the best balance, but I mean, you can't do that with everything because not everything right. hits retail, but that's like a perfect balance of you have the initial pop of like, oh my God, here we go. If you get it, you get it, fine. But then also, the only thing I could say that would make that better is to know when it is still coming out in stores. Mm -hmm. um, I, mean, I don't follow like everything so closely, but like, Again, this is just me as my turtle buying habits are. I'm like, ah, I don't really need that. And then I'm like, fuck, I kind of want that. So, like, if I knew, like, okay, it's going to be in stores this month and I could tr actually trust NECA, because at this point, I don't I don't believe anything they say. Anytime right. they say they, anything, they lost I don't all, believe all it. that. Uh, yeah. So they don't they don't get the, the benefit of the doubt at all anymore. But if it was that, that would be a perfect situation of like, hey, we're going to release these now. And then if you get these, if you get this order in, perfect, you're going to get the first run. The rest of it's all going retail. And then after that, we'll open it up for like made to order. So then you can like if you missed out on retail and you missed out on an initial offer, we're still going to give you opportunity to get it. Um, that would be that would be ideal. I don't think that's even necessary at that point, like a third like opportunity. I feel like at that point. But here's That's the thing, even if it, it's like, if it's made to order, like I I but, guess but you're just gonna the, delay the more stuff then because they, they can't keep up with the current production. So if you go and add a third order to something, well, like they give you a chance to do an order. Slate. But I'm just, saying I'm we're cleaning slate. Everything's going to, equal. We're on a right. Like how still, would that you're back just you up? keep filling the glass though? Because well, how much how many things did they release a year that if you've now you've done you've done the initial pre orders, which usually last a few days but realistically how, what do they release in like how much do they release in a year if we're using just like NECA for example NECA releases more figures than any of the import companies a year the only per honestly the only company that outdoes NECA is Hasbro okay, probably I'm, I mean, I mean McFarlane and, and, I'm, being, and I'm being close I'm being close-minded because I'm only looking at the specific line that I right like right. you know there's a lot of stuff that they do yes that's fair that's fair I will say that yeah. that's fair yeah 
Um, Fuck everything so, else. <laughs> did you have something else you wanted to add? Yeah, I, I wanted to I just kind of jump off of, of that point real quick. Um, so with my only problem with the NECA model, because even if you, you you know clean slate it and they start off fresh and things aren't backed up the way they are, I think if you're going to take payment up front and not just do like a NRD of like 10% or something like that, then you need to ship it to your customers first. If oh, I'm yeah, ordering sure. it directly from you and paying you 100% up front and paying absurd shipping prices, I should not be able to find it in Target six weeks to two months or three months before I get that's mine. That's 100% it's fair. simple as that. Absolutely. that that's the, that's that's the number one rule to that, and that's the one reason why I'd never pre-order anything from Hasbro Pulse that isn't exclusive to Hasbro Pulse is because you'll never get it before you can find it in store. The crazy thing is you used to. They used to be really quick, and I don't know what happened because during the initial stages of the pandemic in, in 2020, they were my go-to place because they were getting things way before any store. I don't know then if they caught heat from that and I, because they're retail I'm partners. Call bullshit you know, because I recall on figuratively speaking, you constantly talking about how you'd pre-order stuff on Pulse and then you'd find it in store and cancel it, or you'd forget about it and you'd have a second set showed up. Yeah, there there was a section of time, I would say like a quarter of a year, mm-hmm. where they were on it, um, and then they fell off, and it's never recouped. So you're you're right, and you're you're at, you know you're you can call bullshit, and I will agree with you. But there there was a time that <laughs> okay. they were doing it a little bit better. Um, so you know, we'll see. But I agree with you there. That's a in, huge in customers' point. hands before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the next thing. The big thing, this this was announced today, really. Um, Hasbro is going to be introducing more price increases. Now, this one, this is hard to talk about without being negative. Nobody wants a price increase. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to pay more. So, so it's really they just my increased thought, prices less than six months ago. Didn't it? Yeah. Right. Right. You know, so it went from a standard nineteen ninety nine to a standard twenty two ninety nine. Looks like we're probably gonna see a standard twenty four ninety nine for your average six inch figure. Um, does that affect you now, Michael, you don't buy a lot of regular retail Hasbro product. Uh, Jamar, I know you get some, is, mm. is, is that going to affect you going forward or do you buy just enough that it really yeah. a couple bucks isn't a big deal? As, yeah. as long as they don't cut back on what you get, because I feel like that's the one thing, I mean, granted in, in legends waves, some waves have been better than others. But usually you get a decent amount of accessories. Like you get you, you you'll get more accessories in some of your Marvel Legends figures than I get in some of my Moffex figures. Mm-hmm. So like in cases what? like that, I'm like, am I getting the wrong Marvel Legends figures? Yes, 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 100%, yes. yes. Because all of the, I mean, I MCU figures I'm, don't get a lot. Okay, that's fair because yeah. when you mention that, I'm like, as soon as you said. Like you've been in Marvel Legends, I'm like, of course, the fucking No Way Home Spider Man. Like those are some of the most disappointing things. And then it was mm-hmm. it was at the higher price, so it just felt like, well, damn. Like, does it really cost you this much more? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, prices. I for me personally, like you, I'll let you go. Mine is just very easy. I'm fine with it, but at the same time, I'm not just because I know that it's such a high markup. Regardless, I know tooling and R and D and all that shit cost money for them to make the figures to be able to get these machines you know whatever but at the end of the day is it's just plastic so mm-hmm. or it, it is a but, blend you know, of plastic yeah oils at a premium 
True, um, true. Factories. I mean, China wants to get out of manufacturing. They want to become a more white collar country instead of a, a blue collar country. So, you know, Hasbro's That's having true. to move things to Vietnam and, mm-hmm. and, and other, you know, nations. Um, you know, could we ever see, you know, what, you know, some people are, you know, say, well, it's really easy. Bring everything back to the United States, make manufacturing in the United States. 50 bucks for I that. feel like I, that's what I think too. Like, unfortunately, I think the cost would okay. be too high even there. So, you know, I got to look at it. I was already cutting back and um, I, I really, it, it couldn't have been at a better time because th- absolutely this price increase would affect me mm-hmm. um, because, you, you know, like a wave, wave of, yeah. right, of Marvel Legends, especially. So, like, those were, like, at one time, you know, a six-figure wave would cost you, you know, 120 bucks, you know, for six figures. And that, that, that's a chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now you're looking at 150 you know, for a, a six-figure you know figure wave or something, you know. Um, yeah, 150 um, You know, that's, 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 that's a quite a, an increase. That's $30. And with Marvel Legends especially, you've got a wave almost every month, sometimes mm-hmm. two or three at the same time. Um, there's no way I could keep that up and keep up with Power Rangers and G.I. Joe Classified and Star Wars yeah. Black Series and all those things. So everything kind of has to, you know, get looked at a little bit. And, you know, especially now with the way I'm thinking with Black Series, I'm at a point now where I have a bulk of the characters that I want and like. So it, it really is allowed to be choosy with the exception of new media as stuff comes out. Um, you yeah. know, that'll be stuff that's, that's attractive to me. But at the same time, you know, I showed in Wednesday night purchases, you know, I had a, a, a vintage collection Mandalorian figure, but I didn't order a bunch of the other Mandalorian six inch double packs, other mm-hmm. TVC double packs. I mean, how many more Mandos do I need, you know, even with snow on it and mud on it and things like that. And I understand because Star Wars is generally all new tooling and they have to reuse whenever they can. Um, and people will will complain that they reuse or repaint too much, but those are never in a, a proper wave. Those are yeah. always exclusives or you know one offs or whatever. Um, but at at that point, that's too much to pay. And mm. they're they're sneaky. They're trying to they're they're getting sneaky. Some of the vintage collection stuff that was announced a couple of weeks ago was in a box instead of on a card and came with a few extra accessories. But the price went from like fourteen dollars to twenty six ninety nine, <laughs> and it's like wow for it's a deluxe. Yeah. yeah, it's in a box, so it's now <laughs> deluxe. And and really, like the idea of deluxe is really starting to like you're like, are you, are you kidding me with this? Mm-hmm. Because it kind of started with that Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. Like, yeah, he came with a, a like a blast effect and a couple other things. But then the most recent Boba Fett doesn't really seem to come with anything extra, and it's thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. The Cobb Vanth. Thirty dollars. Um, you know, I I feel yeah. like you know this this Masters of the Universe figure. This is a deluxe figure. You know, yeah, I'm getting like a lot fair. of extra yeah. parts. So for thirty dollars, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. I can't say that I feel the same way with the Star Wars ones, and that's definitely going to affect how I'm going to make my purchases going forward. So yeah. I don't know. You know, is 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 the answer there? Smaller waves, especially with Marvel Legends. Yeah. Do we go from a, a six or seven figure wave? down to four the, or five the only or maybe like to that is with the build a figure because right figures split up usually into five or six parts right um so how about just reduce the, the amount of waves like 
do we need to have like if you have mcu why don't they just do like an mcu wave and then a comic wave and you just have like that once generally that's because of the budget that like each wave has a budget and so that's why you typically don't see all mcu waves because of how much tooling new tooling is needed for an mcu figure because it's not something that they can just use the bucky cat body Mm, or whatever on so when they that's why you'll see a mixture of comic figures because they can reuse a lot of parts a lot of the females have the same parts you know thank, thankfully they're retiring that bucky cat mold and, and bringing out a new <laughs> uh proper male buck that they're going to be using but that's something they can use and use and use and use so you know that allows then for that mcu figure with more paint apps more things to go yeah. so it it doesn't really budget out even like in a smaller wave um to have all mcu because you're putting so much cost in that and then you're really not reaping the benefit because it is a smaller wave so i'm not sure if that's the answer or not i agree with you i think marvel legends is getting to the point where it is damn ridiculous how many figures are i I mean i think i counted at one point it was almost 200 figures a year for the last several years in marvel legends almost getting two waves a month because like one wave Mm -hmm. will show up at walmart the other wave will show up at target and it'll just alternate like every couple like three to four weeks um so i i don't really know what you can do because that is the problem is like everything with china that's going on and a lot of these places are going to have to you know pack up and go somewhere else and it's going to be more expensive because then they're gonna have to compete with each other because not all these factories are gonna be able to do like things for everybody um so i don't know i think the only justification i can see is situations like with the new spider-man figures completely new articulation and bodies they're improving if you continue to improve your product and you don't skimp out on accessories then okay you can justify the price because if you're gonna it's like if you have an apartment and they renew your lease and they raise your rent if they raise it a little bit then fine that's just cost of living going up but if they want to raise it a couple hundred dollars but they don't want to come in and like fix your dishwasher or something or update anything in the apartment and they still want you to have that outdated uh, appliances <laughs> that's not worth it then kind of thing calling out the landlord huh oh 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> all right so um to kind of start to wrap this up and because we we have been negative whilst well being we've been trying to come up yeah. with solutions it's just some yeah. of the stuff is exactly. obviously not easy hence why they haven't come right. solutions either the union. right it's um, the state of what is your favorite thing though that's going on right now in toys what is the thing that is like you know what this is what keeps me in the hobby this is why i do what i do and i'll i'll go oh. first um and i have to say it's just and, and you touched on it michael just briefly um the advances in engineering and and manufacturing you know looking at some of the um like the pinless technology that marvel legends started in um the digital face scans that has been just an absolute game changer for improving the looks of figures. I mean, I have my Star Wars Black set up and it's, you know, I, I usually put them in, you know, movie order or storyline order and you've got some that have had that amazing digital face printing right next to somebody who, at this point, you're like, I don't know who this is. Like, <laughs> I thought it was Han Solo. I thought it looked good. But now that I look, you know, at this Han Solo, mm-hmm. that is clearly Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like, you know, with the G.I. Joe um, classified, um, I, you know, some people don't like them, but I love the drop down legs. 
um, that oh, yeah. make things a lot easier for posing. I mean, the the articulation and the overall, you know, ways of hiding all of this stuff is amazing. And to be able to get to walk into a store and and buy, you know, a GI Joe character that I loved as a kid, you know, in a much more improved form is truly exciting and is what keeps me doing this it's frustrating sometimes but the reward can definitely outweigh you know the bad stuff that comes with it so that's that's my thing that i'm enjoying mm. Mm. that's a that's a tough question right i mean like, i'm still trying to think two that, answers like... i have two answers one would be for me um obviously again i stay in my lane turtles and anime so the one answer is weeby so is that what it's called weeby weeb weeb is that it is or i don't know my anime weeb yeah okay that that side of me i just i honestly like i didn't really give them much shit because that was who i had the most anger at not neca uh but good smile for their nindoroids like i absolutely love the fact that they're re-releasing um stuff that i got onto like shows that i got onto late that i still have opportunity to put my bid in and get them without buying them for third-party market which is amazing and i just love that this company exists because that's what like anime is it's badass to me but at the same time it's just so adorable in certain moments and that's what i love about like anime going from like i don't know anyways so having this little cute little figure representing on my shelf is just amazing so keep that going that's what keeps me going in that direction um outside of turtle stuff but when it comes to turtle things i just want what was old to be new so what super seven is doing with the playmate figures that probably is the best thing to me but also with these power rangers cross uh tmnt figures having those crossover things getting something so completely new and random that's turtle related is again part of the reason i collect turtle stuff is just because man this is going to be cool and i get to tell my son this story of like so the power rangers they're badass but then they also teamed up with the turtles and then they became power ranger turtles and i'm like this is crazy and you're like that you're a loser and i'm like he's like dad i clicked nfts (laughs) yeah i'm in the metaverse dad i can't hear you (laughs) so like but you know that's honestly what i collect for is just to have these stories to kind of continually pass them down or whatever that may not pan out we'll see but if not i'll be buried with all of my cool super seven figures <laughs> yeah. i honestly i loved your answer of the re-release though like that's that is something that i have appreciated and i've seen more over the years from certain companies um, oh, yeah. they understand that some fans are missing out or they're not they didn't start collecting at that time mm-hmm. and, and to be able to throw out those things that maybe you're fetching a high dollar because, you know, Hasbro or Super 7 or McFarlane or NECA or whoever, they're not making that money on eBay. Yeah, yeah. And it's if that- they can and there's a market to re-release it, I, I think it's a great that they're doing that because we didn't see that really at all before. And now we're seeing it quite a bit more. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so this question is kind of hard. I've got I've got two I've got two answers. So okay. the first more simple answer is just stuff like the fact that we're getting giant sentinels, <laughs> eating eating play sets, stuff like yeah. that. Stuff that like as a kid I would have I would have lost my mind because like you know I'm sitting there in my in my imagination that's all happening, but to actually have it there to really kind of fill in those gaps is just incredible to me. 
and the fact that we've hit a point in collecting where like they can do stuff like that and they can take those risks is amazing um but i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest this is gonna sound real stupid um but the probably main thing that keeps me in the game is this channel because i'm gonna tell you right now with especially like because with you guys a lot of your stuff is retail so like Mm -hmm. while it's still hard to find some of the stuff it's still hard to replace some of the stuff this and that when when you're doing the more higher end stuff that's like a hundred bucks especially after the, the way things have been for the pandemic if one of my figures breaks that's it either i go without that figure or i have to pay ebay prices because nobody's yeah. getting stock to be able to even replace it if it comes to you defective initially so like for instance yes. my, my mofex gambit literally like i got done taking pictures of him for the review and he fell off the table two feet and his wrist peg broke. Oh no, no, no retailer had any left. So even like if I went back wow. to where I bought it from, I couldn't get a replacement. Um, right. And in Mofex, I mailed them, and man, they were like white man fuck off because uh, they essentially were like <laughs> they, they were <laughs> they essentially emailed me back. They're like, we don't do replacement parts, especially for overseas orders. And I'm like, hold, oh, calm down, especially overseas. Wow. I'm like. You could have just you could have just told me to go fuck myself. You didn't have to go that far. Um, so so like so like like for when you're paying eighty dollars, hundred dollars for a figure, it gets very discouraging very quickly because if you're not extremely like I I I apparently have to put foam across all the floor to make sure nothing ever breaks. Um, so it gets real discouraging real quickly. And if it wasn't for this channel where, you know, I do the reviews, I get to play with my toys and take pictures of them in dioramas and in different poses and, and tell these stories with the pictures and then come on here and talk to you guys about stuff that's, getting, that's coming out and getting exciting and seeing you guys get excited. I don't know that I'd still be doing it and even just texting you guys like daily and, and stuff about stuff that we hear about or see or stuff we get like like when you get an $80 figure and a week later it's now an $80 brick and you have to go spend double that to replace it. It, 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 it fucking yeah. takes the wind out of your sails real quick. So this channel Absolutely. is, is at least 75% of what keeps me in the game. I'm crying from your answer, not because of what you said, but because <laughs> I know exactly what you mean when my metal head that we searched high and low to get oh, yeah. fell off my shelf and broke his switch on this back. Oh my yeah. god! I almost died, and that was only thirty dollars yeah. or forty dollars. I don't know. But that was just but, yeah. because you couldn't. Again, you couldn't find you it. Get anywhere. it again. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I I know the pain, but man, that's that sucks. Yeah. So sucks. I mean, granted, I I found one that was only like one hundred and fifty from this one of the guys that's in the group who's a uh, seller from uh, Taiwan. He it's always like you know he does the figure arts and he does Mofex stuff, and he had a couple extra that he was selling for like 150 shipped. So I have one on the way. It's just now I have to wait like seven weeks for it to make its trip on a <laughs> boat here and then sit in the Harbor for a while. Um, well, what do you do? Are you going to, can you sell the other one? I know this was like um, a wrap up question, but now I'm so, just so, curious. So, like, so yeah, that's, that's like, going to be the one saving grace with one hand because like... <laughs> uh, the fact that, you know, obviously this is a problem that these figures that are super expensive are somehow more fragile than the figures that are 20 bucks or 25 bucks now. Um, so there is a market for people who are just looking for parts to repair. There's like, I've already, like when I, I was looking for a replacement game, but I put like, Hey, mine, the wrist peg broke. I'm looking to try to see if I can find one before I go to eBay, anyone selling. 
Um, and that's when he chimed in and he was a hundred dollars cheaper than everyone else who tried to sell me theirs. And I have already had like two or three people reach out like, Hey, what are you doing if you're, you're, you know, broken one when you're yeah. done, are you selling any of the parts? Because I need like one dude, he finally got his pre-order fulfilled through big bad toy store and it came with two right foot feet. So he's like, wow. I, I need, I need the feet to, you know, swap out. Yeah, mine. Man, and another guy who he needed, uh, one of his effects broke. And then another guy, um, he got, uh, two sets of the same hands. So he needs another set of the hands. So I'll be able to like part out yeah. some of the stuff and try to recoup some of my money. Um, but at the same time, I'm almost like, do I want to do that? Or do I want to keep this in case he falls again? And then I have parts to, to yeah, man. freaking what if sign you get together. Right teeth. Yeah. Right. Right teeth. Well, yeah. It's another thing is right. I'm not, right teeth. Right teeth. <laughs> that's a, I'm not selling yeah. any of the parts until I get this one in hand. So I make yeah. sure quality wise. Cause I can always, cause mine was in good shape other than, you know, one hand <laughs> willy now. Um, kidding, yeah. but if, if the other one comes in, there's like some pain app issues. I can just pull the wrist peg out and yeah. pop it into the old one, and then at least there I'm still good. Uh, so it's so. it's kind of just like this waiting game and stuff of, of seeing what I'm gonna do because I've, I've I've already told all of the people who question I'm like I'm waiting until it comes in to decide. I'll probably part it out, but I may keep it as a just in case because you never know, and I don't want to have to drop <laughs> another 150 to replace it. That sucks. That's yeah. It. So now I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm ordering two of every Moffax figure that I pre-order, so that way I always have a backup. Well, I'm glad we're keeping you into into collecting. Yeah, because because well, <laughs> I, I, it's cheaper for me to do that than it is for me to yeah. pay double down the line because then I'm paying for three of them at that point. Yeah. That's true. Oh. That's crazy. I, well, I, yeah. I would definitely like to hear from anyone out there your yeah, your biggest frustration. And then the really the thing that keeps you in it and, and the thing that you're liking the most of what is going on currently uh, with the toy industry. So there's, there's some good stuff in there. I mean, we just found out today we're going to get some Indiana Jones next year. I'm excited oh my about it. Oh, I'm, ooh, buddy. I saw that so, before we, we, we got on, and I'm like, that's the only thing keeping yeah. me awake right now because I'm, I went from 6 yep. to midnight. <laughs> I hope we get 6-inch, and I hope, we, I hope they do like a, a vintage collection style of three and three quarter on like old school cards, mm-hmm. you know, with the Kenner logo and the, and the, you know, movie frames and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know how far the line can go. They've tried it two other times and it only goes so far. Cause it's, you know, that's because those guy. figures sucked. Those figures were like the pre like vintage collection style three and three quarters where they're yeah. all posed in a certain way. So you couldn't fucking do anything with them except for have him standing there in this weird, I'm taking a shit while staying with my lasso. The, the ladder waves were better and they, they found their groove mm-hmm. and then unfortunately it was too late. Yeah. So yeah, I just want a six inch line. I don't give a shit about anything else. I, I yeah. Jones is my favorite movie series, like trilogy. And I cannot wait for these figures. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. Excited. You're excited. This, yeah. I feel like we all need a hug now. Yeah, you you definitely do. <laughs> I mean, I always need a hug in this in this in this line of work. I 100 percent always need a hug. <laughs> like I'm terrified to do anything with this guy. I, I I finally got this guy in, and I'm just like, I don't I don't want you to break because you're way too expensive to to replace. <laughs> Yes, and everyone keeps telling me like, yeah. "Oh, you should have just waited for for a reissue." I'm like, "Like, don't be wrong. Moffax is doing a lot of reissues lately, but 
there's no guarantee that they're going to go back to that rather than just yeah. do a new version. So maybe 3D printers will be in the future. And that's there are some people who do 3D print parts for the figures, um, or even right. like there's like the knockoff ones that like have similar parts and stuff you can swap them out for. Problem is all of the sellers like either haven't done any new stuff recently or they don't have any old stuff because like I even considered um, for Spider-Man there was like it was a big problem with the wrist pegs breaking because that was back like right at the cusp of when Mafex was shit to when they started transitioning to be decent um and i was terrified i'm like i need to buy some wrist pegs because like they were they were plentiful yeah, back yeah. when this figure came out all the sellers no longer make them and i'm like well fuck he is he is gonna have to be real real he's gonna put him in a bubble and he's never gonna <laughs> leave <laughs> <laughs> this spider-man's frozen in time yep pretty you much, can't touch him pretty much um <laughs> But yeah, let us know in the comments below what what you know something that really frustrates you about collecting, and then also what keeps you in the game. And uh, I, I reply to pretty much every comment. I think the only comment I didn't reply to is when Jamar uh, told Neca to give him next mutation turtles, and I, I was like, no, <laughs> um, do it, you cowards. And that's exactly, that's exactly what you said in your comment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so make sure to leave that comment below. But that's gonna be it for uh, Modern Toy Fair. We appreciate you coming to hang out with us. As always, make sure to like and subscribe. It helps the channel. Uh, check us out Wednesday night weekly purchases live twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair. We're going to try to get back into the groove of doing that weekly. Uh, we'll have top 10 lists coming here soon to the channel. We have reviews. We're going to have toy therapy coming back once we kind of cement down some scheduling with some people. Um, Jamar, you can catch him over twitch.tv forward slash Jamar underscore games. Uh, go follow him so that way you can encourage him to come back for Thirsty Thursdays. You can go and check out his YouTube channel. Uh, just search Why Are You a Gamer? And you can check out his Apex clips. And then hopefully soon, season one of uh, Why Are You a Gamer will be up on there. Which, if you are too impatient to listen to it on YouTube, you can check it out on all the major podcast apps. There you, go. Uh, you can also check out this podcast and Toy Therapy's audio-only versions over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast apps you know and love. Nate, what, uh, what podcast you got for us this week? Well, we got a new podcast coming out. It's called Rough Riders. And what it is, it is an ASMR-related podcast where dudes with beards rub it with sandpaper. So um, it's it's different. It's interesting. It's, it's really an aural experience um, for anybody who ever wants to hear something so unpleasant. I, I'm, I'm just – I feel like we just – got to uh, you know peek into the window of what you do in the bedroom mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? i was like i was gonna wait till after it, it was like i'd never heard it called rough riding before but okay <laughs> like, uh, i just i just imagine you know mrs bright coming in and she pulls out the sandpaper like ooh, i'm getting laid tonight <laughs> yeah baby yeah, baby she yeah. comes walking around the corner with the sandpaper. She's got like a she got like a power sander. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Nick comes to comes to the podcast one week. He's got like half his face has got like fucking burns on yeah. it. From... I had a good night. Oh yeah, man. yeah. Uh, but no. yeah, hopefully we will see you next week. Same toy time, same toy fair good channel. Toy. Thank you for watching. My hand's glowing. Glowing. Do you have the touch? I have the power. <laughs>